0: Good morning, afternoon, evening, everyone. What time is it, Dustin? Well, it's time for your favorite and most info-packed podcast of the month, the Next Up podcast. Oh, I was about to say, when you get know that one, come back and listen to this one. Oh, okay, so, so this isn't it. This is the podcast that that
1: one isn't. Uh, I listened to a podcast the other day. It's a good podcast, but the guys on the podcast drank beer and talked about the beer as they were doing the podcast. So instead, we have water.
0: So, welcome to the Next Up Podcast where we tell you what to listen to besides us. So far, where you it's can, a brilliant strategy. Where you can find your favorite
1: podcast and ours. And ours.
0: <laughs> link them to us on our Twitter's at.
1: That's right. That's right. Anyway, thanks for coming, everybody. And we are going to talk about what you probably came for. And that is ways to lead a young family while leading others, too. The thought occurred to us uh, not very long ago <laughs> that we've never really talked about the family aspect of leading. And so I wrote a blog post uh, about a month or so ago. And we'll link that in the show notes. About leading, how to lead your young family. And I I can't speak to leading a large family or leading, growing, or raising godly children or anything like that. But I can speak to how to lead my family because I've learned a few things. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what we're going to talk about. Dustin has a two year old. I have a two year old. Uh, We both act like two year olds. Mm. So our wives sometimes say. I feel like they should probably be on this podcast, actually. Probably so. We should probably, yeah. But this way, we can say whatever we want to. Mm, true. Just make it like we know it. That's right. Anyway, so we're gonna we're just going to dive into different, there's three key points and um, that we've kind of come up with, and these are certainly not uh, an exhaustive list, um, but just three kind of jumping off points that we're going to go, and this is going to be uh, all natural. We're not going to make any cuts to this unless Dustin cusses, and mm. uh, we're just going to kind of take it from here. Sound good, Dustin? Sounds good. All right. Here is number one, how to lead your young family while leading others. And I think the reason that this is kind of a subject that is is dear to my heart is because I think it's it's really easy to go home from a day and not have a lot left as as young Mm -hmm. leaders specifically, because we're we're people of passion as we should be. We're people that push. And so sometimes like especially for men, i think it's it's really easy for us to get to the end of the day and just have nothing less and just want everybody to kind of leave us alone and so it's important that we that we, that we kind of put some strategies in place to to not let that happen that's right and so was uh, so and what is number one for us? number one is to lead yourself and that's kind of what I just talked about i mean I think uh, you know, we have to lead ourselves in a way so that we're not exhausted at the end of the day. Um, you know, one of the things that I often feel bad about is kind of, kind of retreating. I'm one of those that kind of recharges on my own a little bit. And um, so sometimes that makes me feel bad, um, you know, with a small child and a wife. Um, but I've come to realize that that's part of, that's part of how I lead myself. Because as, as a leader, one of my job is to help people under other people understand and work in their passion. And so when I'm leading myself, I have to do the same thing.
0: Yeah, I think one of the things I have certainly learned, because uh, y'all have been married how long, Jonathan, you and your wife? it be eight years, December. Eight years. I believe uh, Alice and I are coming up on uh, six, she was saying the other day. Maybe it's seven. Maybe I should remember that.
1: Maybe, she maybe, was saying the other day.
0: Maybe you all should not tell her that I can't exactly remember because... It feels like it was just yesterday. That's what I tell her. It feels like yesterday. I'm so in love still. I feel like maybe we should not talk about this topic anymore. Maybe we should talk about this. But the fact that when you, of course, are newly married, um, things are are generally simple. I mean, your focus is each other or your jobs and your careers. And and there are certainly stresses that go along with that, no doubt. Um, But definitely having kids, uh, getting more responsibility at work, it is so easy to forget about, because we're going to get to our spouses in a second, but to forget about even yourself within that scenario, um, that you're always supposed to uh, be giving to others, especially if you're in the type of job that we are. Uh, Many of you, maybe you have a boss that requires a lot of you, and so the last thing you want to do is have somebody else require something from you. But if you don't take that time to recharge, find something you enjoy, uh, read some books that still challenge you you so your dreams don't get lost, Within the daily grind, basically, you know, always be pushing your your mind into thinking to do things. Find people you disagree with. Uh, I know it can be exhausting. We live such busy lives, such connected lives. uh, That may mean turning your cell phone off uh, because I don't think Facebook uh, is is time to yourself and stuff like that. It's it's finding some quiet space, certainly as a believer, to also hear what God is saying to your heart. You know, how how is... Trying to direct you on a day to day basis?
1: Yeah, and I mean, I think within this, we get things like margin creating margin yeah. for yourself we get things like getting up earlier i mean that's that's been one of the key changes yeah. in my life is I, I get up at the butt crack early now mm-hmm. um, because it, it, it's the only way i can get everything done and still make that time and so you know whatever that looks like and, and that may mean that you go to bed earlier it may mean that you cut something out or may mean that you add something to to refill you but whatever it is lead yourself well i mean it's it's, it's a leadership principle that kind of transferred it to any situation that if you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of others yeah. and we're certainly
0: not going to exhaust it here today but I would encourage you if this is something you struggle with there are tons of resources from great leaders much older and wiser than ourselves um, yeah that talk about that about creating margin creating time for yourself and uh,
1: many books have been written that's right and so uh, to get away and dream a little bit including next up the next up book would probably be good for this that actually is true. we'll link that in the show notes as well good call um, out Thank you. A little self selfless, selfless plug. You were supposed to do that, Dustin. So it doesn't make me sound selfish. Well, that was just such a good book. It has so many topics. It has so many things that it speaks to its heart and down. You're telling me. One. <laughs> All right, number two. So lead yourself, and number two is remember your spouse. And you know, of course, some of you were thinking, I have a hard time not. Don't leave of, me alone. And some of you are thinking, God, send me a spouse. Send and me a spouse, that's right. We understand that as well. But there, there's kind of the, the, three, the three T's that, that we've come up with um, about that. Number one is, is time. I mean, I think um, for women more so than men, more women have a love language of time. And you know that that's one of those things where we have to learn to speak their language, and sometimes it's just about time it doesn't matter what you're doing. I think a lot of times we kind of overshoot it, we try to solve these problems we try to make sure we have things to do, but sometimes it's just making time making time to spend with them where you don't have something else going on and uh and that the, that they know that 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 you, you care enough, or or if you do have something else going on, at least be with them. Right. I think sometimes we we even kind of overcomplicate that that we think it's it has to be all about them, or that we have to go on these dates together. For some people, that's just not. For my wife and I, we don't have any family close by, and so sometimes a weekly date just isn't in the cards. Yeah. But we can put him to bed a little early and spend an hour together. That's you know that that, that doing something. So uh, make time. I was actually just talking to
0: one of the. Uh, the ladies that works on staff with us. And so she has uh, two daughters that are around our age, Jonathan and I's age, so they're in their late 20s. And uh, we were talking kind of about some of these topics and ideas, and she said that one of the things that she is so happy that her and her husband have done over the years is they did uh, make time for each other, she said, because there came basically a defining moment when the last, you know, the youngest child uh, was married and, and the wedding you know, craziness was over, and so they went back to their new normal now. With with not even a pet, basically them two. And she said that they both um, just kind of realized in that moment that they were so glad that they had taken the time, even if it they didn't have the money, even if they didn't um, always feel like they had the time because we are so busy and we're also exhausted sometimes that uh, that they didn't lose each other in the process of raising their kids. That they still were very familiar with each other. Yeah, and, uh, that's good. They can start this new phase. I thought that was just a lot of uh, timeless truth to that. Yeah, like and I think, sure. and
1: I think that goes on to to, to the second T that we've kind of bulleted under that, and that and that's talk. One of the things that I I personally kind of, I guess, I guess went through probably in the perfect term, but that's what I'm going to use because we're not going to cut any of this out. I can't think of another one, but it was like literally it was it was getting to the point where I would get home and I would be so spent that I, I couldn't even like hardly talk, and I couldn't like share about my day and and it all felt so medial. It didn't seem like it was that important. I didn't really want to say it. And so one of the realizations I had a year or so ago was I'm going to have to start talking, even if it doesn't seem that important. Because I mean, that's at the end of the day, that's what she wanted. She wanted to know how it was going. She wanted to to know what my day was like. And even though it seemed kind of trivial to me, it's kind of like when your mom asks you, how was your day at school? And you say fine, you know, she, she wanted more. I mean, she wanted to know how I was. And and as we've done that, we've gun to communicate things better because as we're talking about that, other things come out, and so it's almost been like one of those things where I had to you have to force yourself to talk about it, even when it doesn't seem like it's really that important or that urgent to talk mm-hmm. about. And so that was that, that was a big thing. And uh, number number three, this the third T that kind of goes right along with this is truth. I think when we talk about our spouse, we have our spouses have to be those people that can speak truth to us, and that as leaders. Those people, there are some people we can't listen to. I heard um, a pastor that I follow um, uh, uh, give some leadership advice and he said, you're not as good as your people that think you hung the moon as they think you are, but you're not as bad as your worst critic thinks you are. But within that, the perfect person to listen to is your spouse because they know you best and they're going to fall somewhere in the middle because they, they love you unconditionally more than anybody else, but they also know you very well and can speak truth. So you got to listen. Yeah. Yeah. I think with both of these, both lead yourself and remember your spouse, the, the reason we
0: bring this up within a leadership podcast is because leaders don't stumble around in the dark hoping great things happen. Um, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a wishful thinking at best, really, type of mentality. Leaders see what could be and what is and try to create that future. And so when it comes to, to spouses, to children, to families, whatever that is, one of the biggest and easiest mistakes is to just hope that it ends up well, hope that your marriage, um, ends up where you want it to be, uh, hope that your kids end up where they want. you know, you want them to be with the ideals and stuff. But really what Jonathan was saying, you have to force it. Sometimes leadership is about looking at things, whether they're uncomfortable or not, whether they're even an issue right now or not, but noticing the patterns, knowing yourself. Uh, I think that's just so important about understanding, um, who you are as a person, what makes you tick. Um, what patterns do you fall into more easily than others? Maybe it is just to be slightly too busy. You know, generally in a lot of marriages, there's one that's a little more laid back, one that's a little more uh, yeah. high-wired, and it's even knowing those differences and appreciating those differences. You know, one's a talker, one's often not a talker.
1: Um, I don't know what happens when you get two talkers or two untalkers. Um, Either a lot of dead air or a lot of yelling. <laughs> a, lot of, but, a lot of yelling. A lot of talking <laughs> over each other. Um, but certainly
0: knowing, knowing yourself, knowing your spouse, and being... Intentional, I think is the word.
1: You know, and, and one of the things, too, is just like as, as a young leader, as, as a leader thinks through things and is constantly analyzing and adjusting things, I mean, that, you have to do that with, with your family as well. I mean, I came to the point where I realized that I had to begin to, to talk. And the reason that I did that is because I kind of evaluated and said, this isn't good. I've got to change the process. I mean, I think that's a basic leadership idea if you're not getting the uh, – the um, uh, output you won't change the input. And so, you know, be thinking through these things. It's okay to code to tinker with these things. Don't do the same thing forever. Don't, don't, don't let people box you into a certain mentality and a certain way of doing things, but we'd be willing to adjust because that's part of leadership. Well,
0: which is actually number three. And the final, final point is mix things up. So routine is important, but uh, we're not meant to just be stuck in a routine forever.
1: Yeah. You know, I, one of the things that I've tried to do is, is I'm a very routine person. I mean, I, I love routines. You're telling I, me, folks. <laughs> I love routines. I i like schedules. I, uh, but I'm not afraid to, to, to break out of that. I, it's almost like I need a track to run on, but I'm not afraid to go off that track because I know the track is there. And so the track is almost my, my home base to return myself to. The schedule is the thing that I can always look back and say, okay, well, I can at least get back to my schedule. But I think it's important that we run off of that track and off of that routine on occasionally because that's that's where memories are made. My child is not going to remember the fact that he went to bed every night at about 8 o'clock and that we ate supper every night at 6 o'clock. And that he played from 6.30 to, to, to 7.30 before he took it. He's not going to remember that stuff. But that's going to be the foundation for his future because that's mm-hmm. that's that's where a lot of the, the, the life stuff happens. But what he's going to remember is he's going to remember the occasions where I went to pick him up early or the occasions where we took off and went on a weekend trip. Those times where we weren't afraid to mix things up, even though we had that home base to return to. And so, once again, don't don't let people box you into an idea that you have to date your spouse once a week and you have to go to a restaurant and a movie and three, spend three hours. I mean... Be be willing to mix things up, and don't 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 run in a routine too long because we're all different, mm-hmm. and as long as we're trying to be obedient to, to what God's called us to do, it's it's okay. Yeah, and I think this would I guess in, in my heart and mind
0: comes down to enjoying the season you're in. I mean, I find it, or have found myself to to always want to be looking towards what's next, what's next, what's next, what's next for me. Uh, personally, professionally, what's next for the family? It's not a bad um, thing, yeah. And you know, and always, in a sense, I guess in my mind, maybe that's because we're young. Always in a in an inclined slope, of basically. I never want last year to be uh, slower or worse, you know, or the you know the, the, the than the previous year. And so I think slowing down occasionally because we do live very busy, and and really just taking it all in, taking taking in the blessings, even though it may not even feel like blessings, but but how God has taken care of you, where he's taken you to, what you are currently learning, you know take stock in some of the mistakes that you've made, um, how you've overcome those things. And so I think that is even part of that mixing it up is, is don't get so wrapped up into the grind of it all that you're missing out on the special thing, especially when it comes to your spouse and your children.
1: Yeah, I mean, life is life has lived in, in seasons. And, and, and I mean, that's a very biblical yeah. concept. It's very leadership-based um, principles. You have to... You have to live live in seasons, and so you have to recognize those seasons. I think mean, that's key: is you have to recognize, okay, this is a season where, honey, you and I are not going to see right. each other very much. But this is a season coming up where we can see each other that's more. Right, and you or push this hard, a, and
0: you push hard on those seasons, and the other ones you you purposely slow down.
1: And you try to, and you try your best to find the positive within that season and the enjoyment, whatever it is. Because I think season. one of the best things I've learned from from our leader, uh, R.D. E. Davis, here at the church, is. Uh,
0: you know, I, some of you, we shared stories with it in the past podcast, but they started a church and a business basically at the same time, but I've always been impressed with his uh, ability and his willingness to stop, even if it, in a sense, seemed like almost it didn't uh, make a lot of sense, but there comes a point where you will you will sacrifice something, and so it's what are you willing to sacrifice? Is it family? Is it your marriage? Um, or is it basically a career that you're probably not the most important pe- person that you think you are yeah. maybe. And that if you are the most important person, you need to make sure that there are people who are carrying that vision with you. That's also part of leadership. And so I've always thought that model was great. I've always been really impressed and has learned a lot from that, that sometimes you just have to stop and say no. And that's hard when we're young because we don't want to miss out on opportunities.
1: Sure. Yep. All right. So, uh, well, you know, one of, one of the things that I did is just cause we kind of kind of wrap this thing up. If you're, um, if you're jogging and you're measuring your distance by the length of our podcast, you jogged a lot further last month. Um, mm. And uh, But anyway, we actually of, had a couple of pa- passing out cases. That's right. That's right. And uh, some I'm going to take water with me next time cases. Right. But anyway, I, I had this quote in our show notes, Dustin, and, uh, and I'll, I'll link it actually um, in the show notes of the podcast. But when it comes to mixing things up, I put routine is important, but breaking it makes the memories. And I think that's 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 really important. Uh, just a, just an important life concept, an important um, leadership concept, an important family concept is um, it's important to have systems and processes as a leader. It's important to have a routine, a schedule. Um, but breaking it is really where breakthrough usually happens, and is really where the memories usually happen. And when I look back at my childhood, it was the times where something unique happened, but it was those routines and those schedules what were what my childhood was ultimately based around. And so, anyway, so just just a good little um, good little nugget of information there to, to kind of wrap it up.
0: Yep. Well, I think that's all uh, all I have for today as well.
1: All right, everybody, have a great month. It is summer. It is hot in the south, and uh, we hope um, hope you enjoyed it. And be sure to tweet, share, um, let us know, and um, we'll, we'll be back yeah, next month. If, if, you, if you
0: guys have any topic ideas, certainly uh, send them their way. We just kind of fly by the seat of our pants occasionally, just. What was on our hearts? Not really, that it shows. Not that it shows. We tried to
1: for like at least minutes. Thanks for listening, folks. All right, everybody, have a good one.